What's going on guys? Welcome back to another Tabby Talks video podcast. For those of you who are new here, my name is Tabby. And for those of you who are not new here, I'm going to say it again. Thank you so much for being here and supporting me and listening and subscribing and commenting and liking. I love you and I appreciate all the love that I'm receiving. So I like the idea of just jumping right into the message. That is um, how I share my light with the world and I talk about the spotlight of the week. And I want to just jump right into that because I feel like we can talk about all the other stuff at the end. I know your time is valuable. So before I get into it, I just want you guys to remember that um, everything that I talk about here comes from my heart. Um, it's based on just my life experiences and sort of like my gut feelings. Um, and it helps when people send in questions because then I can sort of uh, funnel my message down to uh, something that's a little bit more specific to you. But uh, my intention today is just that I'm going to speak to uh, many different people out there and hope that something I'm saying is resonating with you. But most importantly, if you don't like what I'm saying, you could take it or leave it. Uh, and if you do like it, make sure you comment, like, and share. So the spotlight for today, and it's so fitting, is the biggest challenges plaguing, <laughs> plan words, plaguing couples during the coronavirus. So I'm going to talk about some of the biggest challenges that couples might find themselves going through right now with the coronavirus. Um, and I'm hopefully going to provide you with some tips that you can start applying today to help make things a little bit better. And I wish I would have thought to do this um, a couple of months ago because now that we're in it, I'm thinking that some of us have found a rhythm and hopefully a balance and hopefully things at home are going well for you. But um, obviously with the uh, coronavirus, COVID, however you want to refer to it, the virus, the pandemic, um, it has caused reality shifts for so many people. And I, where no matter where you're at, in terms of if you feel like you're on one side of the issue or the other, it doesn't really matter where you're at because um, my message for today, I would like to think is going to be general so that it doesn't matter where you're at. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that because of this virus, um, a lot of us, our realities were blown to smithereens. Everything we formerly knew about our lives, every role that we had previously assumed is probably likely um, been changed dramatically. Um, and some of the biggest ways obviously are people who were previously working outside of the house are now working inside of the house. Kids obviously aren't in school. Um, so, you know, whether or not you, if you haven't found anybody that can help care for those kids, now you're working from home with your spouse, with your children present. Um, and on top of all of that, our usual routines have been also blown up as well. We can't go to Walmart the same way that we used to go to Walmart or to the grocery store. And, you know, with the, you know, if your usual Saturday date night was formally to go out to dinner, maybe that's no longer something that's happening anymore. Um, and then on top of all of those changes, we have the spectrum of um, opinions and thoughts and emotions that have been brought up from the coronavirus. So, you know, whether you're, you maybe were or are terrified um, and you know you are really concerned and you're feeling really stressed out because there's a lot of factors that are unknown um, you also could be on the other side of it um, where you aren't concerned at all and you know you were um, 
you know, thinking another agenda is being pushed and truly you're just sick and tired of all of everything going on in the world and you want, and bottom line is no matter where you are at on that spectrum, uh, we can all agree on one, well, I feel like most people want one thing for it to all go back to normal. The people who are scared don't want to be scared. The people who don't believe in anything happening, they don't want to, they don't want to continue perpetuating a life where they believe or something is happening that they don't even believe in. So the the common denominator is everybody would love to, to just go back to normal, I'm sure. So my message here is really just to encourage you that going back probably isn't an option. And the sooner we can all sort of accept that, the sooner we can start to embrace a change towards how we can now come up with a new norm. And, you know, that. and the truth is, is even if there was a magic wand waved and the virus were ceased to exist today, we would still have a be a, in a different place. You know, we've um, gone through uh, what we've known about things with school that are not, no longer applicable. You know, nobody, I don't think, I don't think anybody ever imagined that our children wouldn't be able to go to school um, or that that would even be a, a question, um, but it is. And so, you know, with anything, there's always a learning experience to be involved, but I want you to think about those concepts, okay? So we talked about being fear, we talked about yourself, your roles being just totally blown up, new reality that we're living in, and then, you are keeping in mind that these are this is happening on an individual level and then you join a couple together. Now, it doesn't matter how long you've been together because in fact, I believe in some ways new couples probably have a slight advantage over couples who have been together for a really long time. And that is because the couples who've been together for a really long time are have grown accustomed to the growing pains of learning who each other are and figuring out the balance of the household and um, figuring out what it means for you both to go to work and who's going to do the grocery shopping and who is going to do this and that. And so for people who've been together for a really long time, on top of the fact that as individuals we're going through a transformation, we're now going through a transformation on a, a couple level, on a, on a relationship level. And um, I'm sure you guys are not only seeing this with maybe your spouse or your significant other, but you're probably even experiencing this with your other, your role in the life of other relationships, including with your parents and the long distance and the short distance relationships. So the point being, that everybody is going undergoing transformation everybody and what it doesn't matter what spectrum you're on the point is that people are dealing with this in their own way and whenever you add a layer of stress and whenever you add a layer of fear or a layer of irritation or anger or whatever you're going to challenge it's going to create a challenge for how you act so in the beginning i can tell you that i was um a little bit more fearful and with that layer of stress it certainly changed my focus you know my focus wasn't so much on my my prior 
issues, you know, um, going to work and getting up and setting the alarm. I mean, now my husband and I have had to figure out a balance for our, our child or children, should I say, um, and how are we going to work and get our things accomplished because both of us have equally important jobs and both of us have equally important responsibilities that aren't in the household. So now we have to rebalance and reconfigure everything that's going on in the household while rebalancing and reconfiguring who we are in this world, who we are as moms and husbands and fathers and wives. And if I said any of those duplicates, then you get what I'm going, where I'm going with this. So how do you help your relationship? Maybe things have been wonderfully blissful and maybe things have been really challenging. Um, And step one, no matter where you're at, you guys can both start today. And that is, and if you don't actually, you both don't have to start. If just one of you starts, the other one can eventually follow suit. So this is really just a message on how you can help yourself and hopefully contribute to the success of your happiness in your relationship. So we start where we're at right now, right? We don't wait for tomorrow. We start today. And today we start by being accepting and understanding that each of us are likely going through things on an individual level level which may contribute to bringing out qualities in ourselves that are not ideal okay maybe I'm more irritated maybe I have less patience for things that never seem to bother me before because I'm not operating at my normal baseline I'm operating at an intensified baseline whatever because I've had so many changes just like your spouse has probably undergone so if you can first and foremost start with understanding towards your significant other and understanding towards yourself in fact you should start with understanding for yourself first and then extend that understanding towards your partner so You need to be understanding and you need to tell your partner, you guys, if you haven't already had this conversation, you need to start talking about this. The fact that you guys are, everybody is going through tremendous transformation and what you both need is for you guys to just give each other a break and give yourself a break. If you don't feel like you've got it all together and if you feel stressed out, you need to accept and allow yourself to feel that way because if you're just fighting yourself, you're already just contributing to the added layer of stress that's already going on. So be understanding to yourself. Show yourself some freaking compassion, okay? We, as a society, as individuals, we deserve that. And when you can show compassion to yourself, you can show it to others because we are our biggest critics. We are our worst enemies in so many ways up here. And that, there's no room for that. Because that's not constructive and it's not going to help you get feel better in any way. And if you don't feel better, you can't really feel have a good relationship or a good re- re- interaction with your spouse or significant other. And understand that if your significant other does not feel the same way that you do, that is okay. They are allowed to cope, deal, and feel with any way they want during this time and Even if you guys have different viewpoints on the way things are, then maybe the best thing to do is just agree to disagree. Say, you know what? Clearly, this is something that we're both going through and we are both allowed to have our opinions because there's no way of 
we're both allowed to have our opinions. It, it doesn't even have to be a because. Agree to disagree. Settle your dispute. However, make a conscious effort that you aren't going to let it seep in because you two are, it's you against the world. You can look at it that way. Your partner should be the person that supports you and encourages you and can help you feel strong if you're weak or you can offer that counterbalance to them. When they're weak, you're strong. So know that even if you guys are on the same page, it can be just as destructive if you aren't feeling well. Which sort of brings me into my second point, which could be considered my third or fourth point because I've kind of given some tips along the way. But my second point is that Right now, no matter where you're at, you need to move towards feeling relieved or feeling okay or feeling good, feeling optimistic. Because when you're angry, when you're scared, you have your, your field of vision, your mind's eye, in, meaning how you think and see things coming in are in a heightened state when you're feeling anything that's negative. So if you are consuming yourself with watching everything that's on the news or whether you are in agreement with what's going on in the world or in opposition of what's going on in the world, if it is bringing a negative emotion out in you that is going to seep into the world around you, you will not be able to um, have the resiliency and the, res- the, yeah, the resiliency to combat to combat the other stresses because you already have a, a narrowed focus in focus in your mind. You're already half of your mind is dealing with this. That means you only have fifty percent reserved for everything else. The bills needing to be paid, the kids needing to be fed, the groceries needing to be restocked, the X, Y, and Z. And if you're dealing with illness, again. You need to not be living in fear because that is not going to help support your recovery. You need to let your body and your mind breathe. You cannot change anything that's happening in the world right now, no matter how you look at it. Okay, maybe we all collectively can come together and cause change. But if you don't even know what you want that change to look like, the point is you're only responsible for you. You can only control your actions. Therefore, you are are allowed to not fee- not watch the news constantly, to not be involved and sunk in to the right and the wrong of the world. Be okay with, accept the reality as it is. Doesn't mean you have to like it. It just means that since you're living here anyways, you might as well be happy up here. And if you can be happy up here, you can be happy out here. And the two of you can start enjoying the time that you have together. This time where we're not able to go out as often, you're being forced to have those family moments. And I hope that you guys have found beauty in this. I know that I certainly have. I know that um, it has brought us closer together. and But I also recognize that it could have very easily taken us apart. Um, and I've been saying, and I'm going to keep saying it, that regardless of what happens, my time here is not guaranteed. And so I am going to try to live my life to the fullest every day, no matter what that means, no matter what the news report is saying. If something happens and it all changed today, 
How would I live my life? Would I want it to be in argument and in opposition with the person that I've chosen to spend the rest of my life with? Heck no. Do I want my kids to have to endure any unnecessary stress because the world is in a place of chaos? No. They deserve to be happy too. They deserve to, to live carefree because... We don't need to concern ourselves with everything, every little thing. You need to concern yourself with you. You need to concern yourself with your attitude. You need to concern yourself with your own actions. So some of the things, some of the tips, and I was inspired from talking, having some wonderful conversations with my friends. So thank you if you guys have inspired me. But some of the tips that I have that are practical and applicable things that might help you is embrace your new schedule, meaning what you formerly knew is probably not working right now. And it's okay to let it go. Embrace that. But more importantly, embrace the fact that let's say before you had a very regimented routine. You woke up in the morning. You did your commute in the morning. You came home. You cooked dinner. You ate family. And you guys were all in bed by this time. Well, not all of us are operating under that same Um, schedule anymore. So if you and your husband or your spouse, significant other, boyfriend, whatever you are, if you're on a little bit of opposite schedules, be okay with that because we all need our own time. So if you guys aren't going to bed together at night, sometimes that's okay. You know, if, if you get into bed early because you're tired and you need to rest, do that. Don't be so strict about maintaining order, the order of your old way of life. Getting up in the morning. If you want to sleep in and previously you and your partner got up at the exact same time for your long commutes, which you no longer have, then enjoy that time in the morning. Sleep in or get up and then do something for yourself. Start reading a book. Listen to something that's calming. Anything that can give you your time, but is also a reflection of the fact that it's okay to have slightly different schedules when you're in the same house with the other person all day long. Don't feel like you have to, um, you know, take lunch together and, and things like that because that might not be working for you and you might be adding an extra layer of stress in trying to maintain previous notions about the way you did things. So embrace it. Embrace the him going to do this in the garage and you going to do this in the backyard or you continuing to watch television or start a new TV series, something to that effect while he is doing something else or she is doing something else. And if you have children, what I can say is their schedules are the most important to maintain because It's their schedules that usually allow mom and dad to have alone time. So, and and kids need that structure for the, you know, sleeping, going to bed whenever and getting up wherever isn't going to be helpful once school does come back around. And I'm sure you guys all know this just from any type of summer vacation. So, it's important that that time that you, you have to dedicate time to have with your partner. Therefore... You need to stick to the bed, the bed schedule, you know, for your kids. Or you, if your kids are old enough, mine is slightly not quite old enough for this understanding. But tell them, this is mom and dad's time together. We need to go watch our TV show. And this is the part where if you have kids listening, I'm going to take this up to a different type of rated 
um, listening. So please, if you do, maybe pause it and come back later. But your time, your intimate time is important. And especially when we're home, especially when we are lethargic from not getting that extra exercise from getting out and moving as if we who knows what your previous sex drives were but it's still important you need to make sure that you're giving each other that time because it's still a need and if you have been so polarized and plagued plagued during a pandemic I that's a good word plagued by fear and stress, you're probably having a really low sex drive, which is probably going to contribute to the frustration that you and or your partner may be experiencing. And the best way to reconnect is reconnecting. (laughs) Um, Sex is an important part of relationship. It's not the only part of the relationship, but it is an important part of your relationship. And it doesn't begin just for the physical. And ladies, I'm really extra talking to you. Your ability to feel in the mood is not probably going to stem from something happening to your physical body. It's going to start in your mind. So if your mind is too full and you're not making time, you're not going to be interested in sex. And during this pandemic is going to be even a bigger reason why you're not going to be interested. But I'm telling you, don't let that happen. Do not let unless you don't want to have sex, which is possible. I get that. Okay. I mean, I don't get it, but I understand that that's how some people feel. Um, I don't think that that's the kind of relationship that you want. And so I say, stop letting the outside world influence your, the relationship that you want, the inside relationship that you have. If you want a relationship where you and your husband or wife or girlfriend or fiance or spouse, significant other, sex is important. It's a great way to connect. It's a great way to be intimate. And it's, it's more than just physical. But in, if you've stopped reconnect, if you've stopped connecting and taking that time for each other, it's going to add to the stress level of your relationship. And Lord knows if you are forced to be locked down with somebody for a period of time, you better like who you're, you're sitting next to. And what better than to be the person you chose to spend your life with or the person you're choosing to spend your time with than to make sure that you're having the most fun right now. So I hope for all of you that this quarantine has been a blessing. I hope that even though there is a spectrum of sadness and darkness and uncertainty and unknown that you have realized or maybe are realizing that your time and your life is precious and the people you spend your life and time with are precious and don't spend your don't waste any more time being scared and stressed out and doing yourself a disservice in your relationship you should be happy right now you should be enjoying that because whatever's going out on out there should have no bearing about what's going on in here I really believe that you guys can be as happy as you decide you want to be. And I would love to expand on these ideas. So if anything that I talked about today is something that was interesting to you, please tell me. Let me know. You can shoot me a text message at Tabby Talks. It's 815-374-7424. And you can even 
go to my website or hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. I'm very accessible, guys. So if you want to send me an email or anything, it's all out there. You just have to search for Tabby Talks. That's T-A-B-B-I-E Talks, T-A-L-K-S. Um, and that's at gmail.com. And my website is just .com. Um, and... Another great way is just leave a comment down below. Make sure you follow me, subscribe to my channel, and you'll get notifications when I go live. Um, and I really hope that this helped you guys today. That's all I'm, I've got. I know it was long. I like the idea of doing mini podcasts, but the truth is, is I just want to be able to say whatever I'm going to say and however long it takes me to say it. And I hope that you enjoy it. I know I love being here. And I do always, 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 always want to remind you to keep shining your light because the world needs it. Thank you for listening.